Hear me, O Israel. Hear me, O Israel. When you break down relationships, everything else is going to go haywire. When you break down the human relationships that God has put into place, everything else is clearly going to go haywire. So that's the key thing as we live, we're living, we're closing up 2020 of human, human civilization. Christians need to understand the importance of going back to Genesis. As we close down the, uh, <laughs> this era of human history, many of us believe that these are the last days. And I wrote in a blog years ago, as we close up the book of Revelation, we have to go back to Genesis. And that's something that's very biblical because in order to understand the book of Revelation, you have to understand the Old Testament. You have to understand what God did going back to Genesis, what happened in Genesis. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And so that's what we need to understand is that our relationships are very, very important. The man and the woman, the family. And so a lot of things have come together in my heart, and I'm sharing this with you right now. Um, wow. And that is the main thing that we need to understand is that we need that the, that the family and relationship code. Let me reverse that. The relationship and family code has been broken. The relationship and family code has been broken. And we can see that in two different ways. When you break a code, it means that you, you figure something out. As Christians, we figure out that God had it right. We can try different things. We can mess things up. Isn't that right in our lives as Christians? But then we figure out, you know what? I knew what God said. Let me go back and do what God said because I messed it up. I knew he said X, Y, and Z. I knew he said, you know, this, that, and the other, but I didn't follow it. Now I'm going to go back and I'm going to follow what God said. Why? Because I understand the blueprint. So it's like having a genetic code that you crack. Oh, we cracked the code. But also you can break the code as well. You can break into something that you're not supposed to be into, or you can cause something to not work because you understand how it works. So what Satan has done is he has, he understands that human civilization is based off of relationships between a man and a woman going back to Genesis. So what am I going to do? I'm going to reverse that. I'm going to put the woman in front of the man, of course, have woman with woman, men with men, okay? Even children, okay? Adults with children, okay? So all of this stuff is going on in our society and it's becoming normalized. Oh my God, it's it's disgusting. I'm going to put a disclaimer on this podcast that this is not for children. Um, chances are 99.9% of people who click on this, they're not going to listen to this around the children anyway. But... 
I'm going to put a disclaimer because this is not for children because <laughs> I just saw a story on YouTube where a woman just married her daughter. And her daughter is saying <laughs> her basically her daughter um, and the woman are living together in a house. The daughter comes up to the woman to the to the mother and she says, I am going to leave the house if you don't um how did how did how did she put it if you don't propose to me basically she gave her an ultimatum yeah i am going to leave the house if you don't propose to me and so her mother got down on her knees and proposed to her okay and further on in the story the daughter says uh, my mother knows how to please me okay and I don't have to go any further than that, right? Okay. So, I mean, it's really, really, really disgusting, y'all. It's really disgusting what's going on in our society right now. But Christians, we need to be strong in how we raise our children. But how can you be strong in how you raise your children if your male and female relationships aren't strong? I told my wife... Years ago, we have to get our relationship together because the devil does not want us because we have already messed up our lives. I've been married 10 years now. I've been having trouble with my wife from Jump Street, okay? Listen to what I'm saying, okay? I told my wife, I said, the enemy does not want me and you because we have already messed our lives up. Whether it was our credit, whether it was our relationship, whether it was, you know, now I just put out a general, a general message there to my wife. You know, I do that a lot. I say we because, yeah, I'm not innocent of, you know, 100 percent of things. So I so I just say we even if it might be me, five, five percent, it might be her 95 percent. I'm not going to go there right now. OK. But the thing is, is that I just wanted to put that out there to my wife. I said the enemy doesn't want us. He wants our child. That's who he wants. He wants our children. He He's planning for the next generation. He's planning for the next evolution in his plan to destroy the code that God placed in the Bible. The wisdom and the power that God put in Genesis. Let us go there real quick. You already know the scriptures. We know the scriptures, but let's just repeat it. Genesis 5 and 2. He created the male and female, and he blessed them and called them human. Wow. This is from the New Living Translation. He created a male and female. And when you have a code, like a DNA code, it's genius. When you study the gene, the, the DNA code, it's genius, it's awesome, it's beautiful. That's how we get our vaccines. And some people don't agree with vaccines, but it saves a lot of lives. Um, you know, that's where we get our medicines and things of that nature. We figure out how our bodies work and, um, uh, uh, and we learn how to fix them. We learn how they break down. And But if you can create something in a lab... To break that code, have, again, however you want to see it, to break the code, to break the DNA code and make it not work, then you can create um, germ, warf 
warfare. You can create chemical warfare. You can create all these nasty things that's going to destroy what God made wonderful and beautiful. We're fearfully and wonderfully made, says the word of God. So that's what the devil has done. And now, through social engineering, what the political the uh, uh, the the political class, the elite class, um, co um, communists and socialists, and our government representing uh, um, who are represented by the Democratic Party, what they're doing is they're saying we're gonna break God's code. We're going to destroy the code that God gave us in Genesis, and we're going to change everything around. And when Christians are silent, when Christians are silent and the society is going away from God's word, this is what you get. You get mothers marrying their daughters. And they're proud of it. They're, I mean, it's not just that they, that, that they married each other and they were in a hut in, you know, some small town, you know, um, in a cabin somewhere. And it was just them two who knew that what was going on. They didn't tell anybody, but they're letting the whole world know. The, the, the mom is dressed in a tuxedo and the daughter is in a white dress. And, you know, people, females are like saying, hey, this is great. This is wonderful, you know. And so that's the thing is that Christians... We have to understand the role of a man and the role of a female. We need to understand our, our, our identity. And as parents, as fathers, I'm speaking, I'm speaking as a father here, but also, but as parents, we need to understand that, hallelujah, glory be to God. We are not here to raise children. I'm a father of a boy. I'm raising a boy to be a man. We have got it so twisted. We have got it so messed up in our society today. And the Christian church is terrible. It's, it's been terrible. From what I've seen, the, Christmas church, the, the, the Christian church has been terrible. Because in my marriage, from day one, I saw that there was a lot of problems in my marriage and in my relationship with my wife. And I went to pastors from day one to get help. And I've been to many churches, many pastors, many Christians, you know, in the, in, in the church, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They know my story. They know what I've been through, et cetera, et cetera. And they were not able to help us because they did not understand that a man is the head and the woman is, is to submit to her husband. They didn't understand that. They didn't understand the role of a man, the role of a woman. And um, boy, <laughs> God all God told me through the whole ordeal. He said, listen to me. Don't listen to them. Listen to me. Don't listen to them. And so since I've been going through this for 10 years, I was able to identify that the church had a big problem. And now that you have groups like BLM, Black Lives Matter, who is um, greatly anti-Christ, greatly anti-Bible, greatly anti um, Genesis 5 and 2, he created a male and female um, because they have a, uh, oh my gosh, whew, a big transgender, homosexual um, agenda. I mean, it's huge. You just look into it. 
they they said they said in their about us page, which they have since taken down since because everybody was copying and pasting and, you know, making videos about it, including myself. I was probably one of the first people to actually make a video about it. But um, because God led me there. But the thing is, is that because I had no idea about it. I was like, wow, are you serious? This is what they believe. Whew, my God. Um, but see, Christians, we're so complicit in what's going on in our society today. And if you had not been through what I've been through in the last 10 years in my marriage, where my wife has been influenced by the Jezebel spirit. And she does not want to submit and it's caused so much trouble in our relationship and in our marriage, but also um, the de what the devil was trying to do is stop me from raising my son into a man. All right. And so that's what our job is. My job is not to raise my son. I mean, excuse me, not to raise good children or good Christians. No, I have a boy. If you have a boy, your job is to raise your boy into a man. He's supposed to be a hunter. He's supposed to be a guardian. He's supposed to be a warrior. He's supposed to be a man of God. That's my job. If I had a daughter, my my job is not to raise her to be a good Christian or a good citizen. My job is to raise her to be a homemaker. She should be able to, um, she should be raised to be a wife. She should be raised to be a mother. Okay. She should be raised to be, yes, of course, she should be raised to be a good Christian. But we have got it twisted in the church where our men don't know how to be men. Our, um, our daughters don't know how to be women. They don't know how to be married. They don't know how to submit. And as, as a man, I'm going to teach my, ch my, my son no one taught me how to how to be a husband. Okay? My father, my family didn't even teach me how to be a man. Okay? I had to learn these things on my own. But the thing is, is that when I talk to my son about how to be a father and how to be a man, and excuse me, and how to be married, again, we're talking about relationships here. If we don't understand the relationship between a man and a woman as a church, how is the world supposed to understand the relationship between a man and a woman and 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 um, the God and God and man? Because the marital relationship is supposed to be a picture of God and the church. God and his relationship with us as as individuals. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, because. You know, he has adopted us and he has loved us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so the thing is, is that I'm going to teach my son, you know, you're not, you know, you, your job is not to please your wife. Because that's what a lot of women got it twisted these days. You know, a man is, to, you know, he's, you know. You know, how can he make it fun? How can he make it interesting? How can he, you know, please me, you know? And I'm not, I'm not talking about the other, you know, way we were talking about pleasing earlier. <laughs> but, you know, how can he make me happy? You know, whatever, you know. 
you know, and so that's the thing is that we as a church need to understand that the woman is there to help. Hello, go back to Genesis. The woman is there as a help me to her husband. She's supposed to be like, you know, okay, I need to have my bases ready. I need to be ready to be married. I need to be, no, no. Females these days, they're not ready for work. That's what the code is. The, 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 the biblical code for relationships, a woman is a worker. She's a servant. And she understands her place in the world. And when you look at our society, you know, the Instagram, the, you know, the social media, the, um, the, 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 the attitudes of females in our society and Christians are like no different. Like you can't tell the difference a lot of times between the Christians and, um, you know, the, you know, these other people, my wife was born in a Christian home. She was born in a Christian home, you know? When I met my wife, she was going to church, you know, but at the same time, you know, oh my God, like, like, like she was more faithful to church than I was, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, so the thing was, and, and, and I hated it because I, I, I told her, I said, you know what? Stop going to church. Why are you going to church for to listen to another man preach? And you're like, oh yeah, he preaching, he preaching, you know, you know. You know, the pastor said, this don't, shut up, shut up. You, why are you going to church for when you have a man of God here that you won't listen to, but you'll go to another man's house, the church house, and you'll listen to another man. You won't even listen to him because you're not doing what he would even preach from the pulpit. But when the problem is, is that the church these days are not made for real men. This is something that I figured out. The church is not made for real men. And I wish I would have found figured this out a long time ago. And I would have been a lot more. I should have been if 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 I have one more one regret over the past 10 years. Is if I would have been more aggressive as a man. No, I'm not gonna take you disrespecting me in my house. No, I'm not gonna take no woman, okay? who does not work in her home, you'll go to your job and you'll work for another man or another person, another human being. You'll work your butt off and you'll follow directions, but you come into the house, in my house, that God gave me authority over and you are going and you're going to, you know, uh, um, sabotage things. She said that in, in, in her own words, okay? You're going to fight me. You're going to, you know, <laughs> disrespect me you're going to mess up my vision the vision that God gave me for a family the vision that God gave me to build my home to be a father to raise my son to be a warrior to raise my son to be a hunter to raise my son to be a worshiper to raise my no it's, it's not going to happen you're not going to distract me from my job you got to go and that's what happened between me and my wife. We got separated. Okay. And we're going to get a divorce. Okay. And I plainly say that. I don't care what nobody think or anything like that. You're not going to do that because I am a man. God made me a man. What do you want? You want me to submit? 
That's what people want me to do. They want me to submit, but they won't tell my wife to submit. That's a huge problem in our in our nation, in our church. Going back to the book of Genesis and our nation is falling apart right now because of the family. It's because we don't understand the 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 code the the hallelujah the code that Jesus Christ that God gave us in the Bible for family has been broken and they're nefarious people who are communists and socialists and they're being inspired by the devil himself through witchcraft BLM practices witchcraft they said it in their own words just go to my uh, uh, um, website, Prophetic Gems USA, if you want to know more information about this. And so, and there's Christians who are supporting BLM. They're supporting Black Lives Matter. They're, they're supporting Democrats. They don't understand what they're doing. They don't understand what's going on in their nation. Um, they're just sitting in a church. With pastors who basically have not trained them to stand up for the word of God. They don't know what's going on in our nation. Our nation is about to collapse. It's about to collapse, y'all. We're on the verge of a civil war. We we can't get an election right. Our election is being disputed. This has never happened. Well, it, it has happened before in our nation, you know. But, um, I mean, in the modern day, the way that it's happening right now, how split the nation is... The morality of the nation, um, one of the biggest hacks, if not the biggest hack in our nation's history has just happened. And I mean, it was egregious. It was egregious what happened. They were in our systems for nine months, more nine months or more, multiple systems. And they don't they still don't know exactly how they got in. If they're still in, you know, um, what kind of, uh, of taxes tactics and strategies that they use to get in and that's verbatim you know what i just shared with you and now we just now we have a president uh, a president elect joe biden who um our one of our biggest enemies is china and russia and his son is under investigation for guess what crooked business deals with china and russia and the man who stood up to China and Russia, who made America strong after eight years of a very communist and antichrist President Obama, President Trump campaigned on being strong against China. He was a pro-family guy, pro-God guy, and America didn't want him. So everything is going in the wrong direction. Everything is going in the wrong direction. And we as Christians, we need to stand up for righteousness. We need to stand up for what is right. Because whenever you mess with a genetic code, whenever you mess with a code that was created in a genius fashion, like the human, human relationships, human civilization was built off, he made them male and female. And if you are a man, if you don't understand what it is to be a man, if you are a woman, you don't understand what it is to be a woman. 
And if you're not teaching your children, if, if you're not raising your boys to be men and raising your um, daughters to be, um, be, be women, to be, if you're not raising your boys to be husbands and raising your daughters to be wives, then what are we doing? We're setting our, our children up for failure. Me, me and my wife could not get any good advice in, in our marriage. I couldn't get it from my parents. I wanted to hear, like, now that I know better, like, over, over the last 10 years, I just wanted my parents to be like, Cedric, you know what? You're right. And, you know, um, you guys need to work together, if nothing else. But do you know what I really wanted to hear? Now that now that I know better, I had to listen to like, <laughs> to be honest with you, some YouTubers, y'all, to really understand like the science of like being a man. Okay, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that that's what that's what I've been missing right there. That's what I've been. That's what I knew. But I didn't know how to break it down like they broke it down. And even his YouTube channel says, you know, he, he says on his, on his YouTube channel, I'm going to give you some information that your daddy never gave you, <laughs> right? You know, but a lot of it is biblical. Now, I don't think he's a Christian. Now, he quotes the Bible some, sometimes, and, um, but he also curses a lot, too. <laughs> you know, he curses and says some foul things sometimes, but... Um, is very, very valuable because I don't hear it at church. He's he's basically teaching what's in the Bible. <laughs> and he knows that, you know. Um, but it's like, I don't hear that a woman should submit to a man. I mean, they might read the, they you know, they might read the scripture or something like that. But again, I've been counseled by, I mean, I have went, I personally, not my wife, I personally have went to many pastors and many churches for, um, counseling for me and my wife you know i'm basically turning her in to the church like hey i need help with this woman just like i did to her father hey i need help with your daughter and none of them understood okay you're a man what you say goes woman you are to help this man in in order to accomplish what he needs to accomplish and when you tell me in so many words, or I can tell that you are, you know, that, that you got a shovel and you just sh shoveling bull. When you tell me that I'm wrong and that I don't get it, I don't understand how to love my wife and I don't understand how to, you know, you know, be a, be a man or how to be married, then I'm going to just turn around and I'm going to walk the other way and um, you might never see me again. Because you're disrespecting me because you don't believe that God called me to do something important. You don't believe that I have a purpose upon this earth. You think I'm supposed to just be fighting with my wife all, time, all, all day. Or, you know, going in the opposite direction of my wife. No, she's supposed to follow me. Okay. That's how it's supposed to work. I'm supposed to love her. She's supposed to follow me. And that's how it's supposed to work. Now, um, I greatly believe in making your wife happy. I greatly believe in making sure that, that your wife is comfortable and making sure that, that 
you know, that you love your wife. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm not, you know, into anything crazy or anything idiotic. Um, and some of these men who are teaching some of this stuff, you know, there's some things that I don't agree with that they that that they teach. But um, but definitely. They're teaching things that are that are not in the church. They're not being taught in the church. Females are not being taught to submit to their husbands. And it's breaking down the relationships. And when you have a man who says, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with this woman. I'm not going to deal with what you're bringing to our relationship. I'm just not going to deal with it. And so many relationships break down because of that in this day and age. And so that's why the Bible tells the older ladies to go, you go and you mentor the younger ladies. And we need more of that in our churches these 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 days. We need actual like groups in our churches. And, you know, I have all this planned out from what I've been through. We need groups in our churches that actually where men are mentoring the men and women are mentoring the woman because that's the single most important thing that we can do as Christians is that is to be fruitful and to multiply within our own families, within our own churches. We need to be fruitful and multiply. Going back to the book of Genesis, male and female, be fruitful and multiply. These young ladies need to understand how, what, how to be a wife. Men need to understand how to be hunters, how to be warriors, how to be strong, hallelujah, how to be leaders, hallelujah, because we are in the age right now that our nation is about to collapse. And the problem is that people don't even know it. They don't even realize that how great China and Russia are becoming and um, oh, whew. I mean, like everything is ripe for America to collapse and they know it. Our enemies know it, but we have no idea. A lot of us have no idea what's going on because we're just going back and forth to church. You know, the place that's made for females and <laughs> what they call simps. <laughs> Those are weak men who their whole goal is to please females. Okay. And that's how it's been, you know, and, you know, I know that, you know, there's a little joke, you know, whatever, whatever, happy wife, happy life and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's funny, you know, yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. But no, 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 no. We need to be strong. We need to be disciplined. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because it's hard. It's hard being married. It's hard, you know. Building, you know, being a parent and this day and age, you know, the the devil has cracked the code of God and he is re, re reversing things. He's reengineering things. And the spirit of Jezebel is the last day spirit that we're fighting against. And, you know, she is a nasty woman. OK, she is a female dog. She is a nasty whore, and that is what we're fighting against. And we we can't be oblivious to what's going on. We have to fight 
we have to be um, we have to be intentional about what we're doing with our children. If you are a husband, you need to be about your business. If you are a wife, you need to be about your business. Prover- again, going to Proverbs 31. Do you know that there is an article that says that Christian women these days are Christian women these days think that the Proverbs 31 woman is is too tough to follow. It's, 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 it's too tough to be a Proverbs 31 woman. Let's read it real quick. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. Let's stop right there. That's verse 11 in Proverbs 31. I was just with my son today and we were walking downtown and there's this... Um, Manhole. Um, it has this. Um, let me see. It has this like metal thingy, great thing, great G R A T E, great thing on it. And um, you have to step over it, of course. You know, you can walk over it, but I teach my son never walk over anything like that on the ground. Why? Why do I teach my son that? So that you won't fall in. You're trusting. You're trusting that that thing is secure and it's not going to fall in. And I teach my son, do not step on anything like that. I don't care where you see it. Never step on it because you don't want to fall in. And when you look down, I said, look, do you see that long ladder? It's a long ladder. So what if someone was fixing something and they they forgot to put one bolt up there or something like that and it got loose and you step on it, you're going to fall in, you're going to hurt yourself. So I said, don't trust it. Don't trust it. Don't trust anything like that. And I said, don't trust people. Don't trust people. It could be your family member. It could be a friend. It could be a girlfriend. It could be your wife. I said, don't trust people. That's why it's important for us to be as strong as we possibly can and do for ourselves so that you won't have to trust anyone. Now, I said, sometimes... I said, it's okay to trust people if they earned your trust. They have to earn your trust first. And I wish someone would have taught, really taught me that years ago. Because some people will act like they're a barrier from you being hurt. Just like that, that, that manhole, that that manhole um, cover. If you trust the wrong person, they could be like a broken manhole hole cover. They look like on the outside, they look, you think that you can trust them. I can, I can just walk over this manhole cover and I'll be fine. Don't trust it. Don't trust it. Now, sometimes, of course, God will put us in, situations where we have to trust people and trust things. Okay, that's fine, you know? But people need to earn our trust. That's really the most important thing that I really wanted to teach my son. People need to earn your trust. Um, So if you're a husband and you can't trust your wife, you're a husband, you can't trust your wife. Like my wife told me that she, you know, she was trying to sabotage me and my son and 
this was like seven or eight years in and I had already knew it. We had already been through so, so, so much, you know, and, 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 you know, again, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take disrespect. I'm not going to take you, um, you know, you being under my leadership and you're going to be fighting me and you're going to be going, going against, you know, what's good for me and my son. No, I'm not going to have that. Who do you think I am? You know? Um, and who do you think you are? And who do you think you are? And um, really, it has nothing to do with male and female, but it does. And I say that it doesn't have anything to do with male and female because you, you don't do that at your job. You don't do that at church. You don't do that to your parents, but you want to do it to me. <laughs> right? I am the man in the relationship. All right. Um, so it's so it's not going to happen. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. My God. So is this what we have in our society today as Christians? Wives know their purpose. I'm not here to be an Instagram model. I'm not here to look good for social media. I'm not good. I'm not here so that I can be comfortable or, or all this other kind of stuff. But I'm here to greatly enrich my husband's life. Verse 12. She brings some good, not harm. I can't say that. All the days of her life. She finds wool and flax. Now, here it is. The YouTuber that I was telling you about, he says... This is his theory. Man, a woman, <laughs> if a woman's going to be in my life, she got to work. All right. Now, he ain't mentioned Proverbs 31 or anything like that. But I said, yeah, man, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. He said, she got to earn her way into my life. All right. He understands that his relationships are about him and not about her. And that's hard for Christians to really understand because the society doesn't teach that. The society teaches that, it, that, the, that the relationship is really about her and not about him. Now, is that what God teaches? God is the man in the relationship. The church is the woman. Does God teach that the, that, that the marriage is about the man or the woman? The marriage is about the man. Now, the woman, man, she's a good-looking woman, man. She's a beautiful woman. She's glorified, boy. Woo, my God. I can see the church right now in a nice dress. My God, that's a beautiful woman right there, man. And God take care of his woman. Hallelujah. He loves her. He even died for her. Thank you, Jesus. And we are to lay down, as husbands, we are to lay down our lives for our wives. But also, don't you know that the church is called to submit to the husband, to God. The church is called to serve God. Our purpose is to serve God and to stand for God. Hallelujah. We are not to go outside of his word. We are not to disobey him. We are not to oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Let it bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we as Christians are supporting all of these things that are antichrist, that are sick, and that are disgusting, that are leading to the, the devolution the de-evolution of our civilization, Namla, the man-boy marriage, a uh, 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 marriage as association or whatever it was called, 
all of this stuff is rising up in our society where children um, are seen as suitable mates, where even as I shared that, that story where women are marrying their daughters, oh my goodness, like what in the world is going on? And Christians just going back and forth to church because the pastors, I don't know what's up with, with, with a lot of the pastors these days. Like, what are you a pastor for? Like, 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 what is your job? Your, your sheep don't even know what's going on. They're not warriors. You're not training your men to be warriors and your women to be virtuous. There's a lot of crap going on in our churches. Today. A lot, a, a lot of good pastors, a lot of good churches, but I'm here to speak to the, 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 the hurt and the pain that's being that's being caused by pastors not being strong men. The woman not teaching other women to submit and to be virtuous and get yourself together. And that is really hurting our society. Okay, so let's go, let's go on. So verse 13, she finds wool and flax and busily spins it. 14, she is like a merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets it up before dawn to prepare, to prepare breakfast for her husband and plan the day's work for her servants girl, for her servant girls. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a, vine, a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns into the late night. Late um, burns late into the night. Her so so she's up early, verse um, fifteen, and <laughs> she's um, up late. She's up late, and then she's up early. <laughs> okay, um, let's see here. Nineteen. Her hands are busy spinning thread. Her fingers twisting fiber. Twenty. She extends a helping hand to the poor. Oh, that's so beautiful, isn't it? So beautiful. And opens her arms to the needy. Now, this is a beautiful woman here. Now, that's what females need to understand. I thought that my woman, that my wife was beautiful until I got the opposite of everything that you're seeing here. And so more thrown in. And I stopped thinking that she was beautiful. Now, you, you can be like, oh, no, why is he talking about his wife like that for? I'm, I'm trying to help somebody. Okay, I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to get a message across, and this message needs to, needs to be spoken. And so, this Proverbs 31 woman, and I've told my wife this: this is a beautiful woman, right? This is a beautiful woman right here. I don't care how she looks on the outside, but this is a beautiful woman right here. Okay, she has no fear of winter for her household. For everyone has warm clothes, so she's prepared for the winter. Why would I fear something that I'm, that I'm already prepared for? She makes her own bedspread. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. And some people might be like, you know what? Well, what are you doing? Well, you know what? <laughs> if I broke down all the things that I've done to be a good man and all the things that I'm doing to be a good man, um, I feel very fine. And standing before God... And, you know, with what I have done and God has been there for me ever, you know, through it, through it all. So I'm confident. I'm very confident. Now, having said that, I know that no woman is perfect and no man is perfect. 
And so um, I can also admit to some things that I wish that I could have done better. Um, so, okay, so let's continue on. Let's see here. Um, her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with the other civic leaders. She makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and when she gives instructions with, and when she gives instructions with kindness, she carefully watches everything in her household, and suffers nothing from laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Oh my God, her her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive. Come on now. And beauty does not last. But a woman who fears the Lord will will greatly be praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. Oh, that is so beautiful. That is such a beautiful passage such a beautiful passage and I for a second for a millisecond will say I understand if a woman is intimidated by this particular woman in Proverbs 31 for a millisecond and really I really take that back actually if she's intimidated by it why not look at it like this? Why not look at it and say, you know what? This this is not me, but this is someone I'm going to work to be. I'm going to work toward being this woman. And as a husband, it's my job. It's my job as a husband to say, you know what? Um, this is someone that you should look to be. This is someone whom, um, this, is, this is what I need as a builder. Okay? Now, there's one... There's one thing about her husband in this whole proverb, and that's in, and that's in verse 23. There's one thing that we know about her husband is that her husband is well known at the city gates. So what does that tell us? He's out of the house. He's doing stuff. All right. He's out of the house. He's doing stuff. She's in the home. That's where her domain is, is the house. Okay. She's taking care of the house. She's taking care of the kids because the kids are like, mom, you blessed. And then that's when you hear about the husband again is when the husband is like, man, in verse 28, her husband is praising her. Man, I got the man. My wife is awesome. My man, she's awesome. All right. My God. And then it says that her husband says there are many, <laughs> there are many virtuous and capable women in the world. I'm not saying that there's not more virtuous and capable woman in the world, but you, my God, surpass them all. Could you imagine if you're a woman, if, could you imagine your husband telling you that? Oh my God, Whew, Jesus, because you know what? There, there's, there's always going to be someone who look better than you, <laughs> right? Come on now. But man, as, as a husband, there's always going to be something, someone who look better than you. But if, a woman told you or told me that I was a great husband, a great father, the best in the world. Mm. That would, you know, that would do something to me. I would be proud of that. And unfortunately, um, the church is too much like the world. 
and the world is going in the wrong direction fast. And the only hope for the world is for the church to show the church, show the world this is what God desires. This is what God requires. And this is the only thing that's going to save our cities. The drugs, the poverty, the lack of education. Our government officials don't care about us. You know, do you have, has, has anyone been, been paying attention to what's been going on in our government for the last, I don't know, 30, 40 years? I mean, throughout human history, but, you know, it's been pretty bad in America for the last at least 30 or 40 years. 30, 40, 50 years. Oh, my God, I can go back further than that. But then, then of course, you have, you know, we had Jim Crow before that. We had slavery before that. Christians have to be the standard for our nation. We have to say this is right and this is wrong or people are going to suffer. People are going to die. And, and, and in these days, we're going to lose our liberties. We're going to lose our freedom. We're going to lose our prosperity because everything is going to collapse because we are so far gone in our morality like never before because people think that they're safe because they're because we're rich we're america you know even the poorest people are rich in america compared to other nations and so we take all of this and christians again oh you know i got an iphone i got you know cable at home i got you know a playstation 5 xbox what is it x series you know, I'm just going to go home and play my game or go home and watch TV. You know, oh, yeah, wasn't church good? Oh, yeah, church was good, wasn't it? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. You know? But what are we doing to end our families? What are we doing to sharpen and strengthen our brothers and sisters? What are we doing to build a civilization? What are we doing to show the, show the civilization, hey, this is how you do it? What are we doing to stand up against the evils of our culture that is flooding into our um, families. And it's hard to raise a child these days because there's so many things that are right in their face and, and it's practically impossible to keep them from the influences of the Cardi B's and, you know, the Megan Thee Stallions and, um, the, you know, the rappers. And because it's all mainstream now. It's all mainstream and it's all readily available and you're going to tell me that you want me to fight with my wife for 10 years. I don't got time to fight with my wife. I don't got time to go over the same thing over again. I don't have time to be disrespected. I don't have time to be, you know, to, I'm not going to submit to my wife. It is not going to happen. Okay. If I say something, it's going to happen. Okay. And if we got to bring it to that point where I got to bring that up and it's already too late. If a man has to tell a woman that she has to submit to him, it's already too late. Because that's, that's not something that a Christian man should have even to discuss with a woman. All right. So, so the time that you got to bring that up to your counselor, to a, to a pastor or something like that, you know. And yeah, my wife won't submit to me. I mean, phew, you're at a crisis point at that point. Okay, 
you're, you know, you're at a crisis now. Maybe you can fix it. But at that point, you're, you're at a crisis point. Okay. She should have learned that when she was a child. Okay. Or when she became a Christian before you got married, she should have understand. She should have understood what submission was. <laughs> okay. But again, it's not something that we're teaching in families these days, Christian families or otherwise. Is not something that we're teaching in churches these days. It's not something that we're practicing in churches these days. So everything is falling apart. And so we have to go back to Genesis. We have to go back to the words of Jesus. When he brings up divorce and, um, and marriage in, the, in, in Matthew 19 and 4, he talks about that. He, he goes back and he quotes Genesis 5 and 3. Yes, when Matthew 19 and 4, he, he says, haven't you read the scriptures? Jesus replied, they record that from the beginning, God made them male and female. And he said, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two, but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. So we need to understand Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> he wants us to go deeper because now when God said he made them male and female, okay, so what does God say about the male in the Bible? And what does God say about the female? So we need to understand what a man is and what a, and what a woman is. And we don't, we don't understand that these days. And again, it was so, it, oh my God, it's been music to my ears. Like, like my soul is singing and I'm rejoicing in being a man. Now that I've been separated from my wife, it's, it's been the best time of my life. I'm, I'm so happy. Um, even though things in, in my life aren't going, you know, exactly the way that I wanted to. I'm doing some healing. I'm doing some growing. And like I've, I've separated from, from my wife maybe like two or three times. And they've been great. I've been, I've been having a great time when I separate from her. Um, and, 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 and I only come back when, you know, you know, I want my son and the whole household. That's, I mean, in the, in the same household, that's been the toughest thing for me not having my son in the same household, but I'm working on that. Okay. But I'm not going back to living with my wife anymore. Cause I just can't do it. I, you know, I just can't do it. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm not going to deal with it. Oh my God. Like I'm just not going to deal with it. Because from the beginning of our relationship, she didn't understand her place, and I'm not going to deal with it. We need to understand what being a man is and being a woman is. The woman need to be a woman. The man need to be a man. And that's it. That's it. So, again, <laughs> you know, um, we can't destroy the code that God gave us. Jesus, when he is quoting these scriptures, that's why he always says, haven't you read the scriptures? <laughs> Jesus says that a lot. Haven't you read the scriptures? Don't you know the scriptures? And that's what we need to do. We need to go back and understand what a man is and what a female is. Because when you break down that relationship, when you break down that relationship, what's going to happen is everything else is going to crumble and fall because all of civilization of civilization is built on that relationship between a man and a female. And what happened in the Garden of Eden when the female wanted to go in front of her husband 
and to override her husband and be before her husband, what happened was is that sin entered the world because of that. And then she introduced her husband to disobeying God here. Why don't you try this fruit that the serpent told me to eat? And he fell for it. He should have been a man. He shouldn't have fell for it. And that's why he got punished because he did not stand up to the woman and the serpent. Same thing is happening today. Men need to stand up to their wives. They need to stand up to the spirit that's in the world that's telling them to be a wussy, a wuss, a simp. And they need to stand up and say, you know, you know what? No, you're going to listen to me. I'm the leader of my household. I'm the leader of the church. I'm the, you know, this is not about you. This is about me. The responsibility is on me. Okay. The burden is on me. You're here to help me. I love you. And I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to work with you and everything like that. But you need to understand it right now. You know, um, and so because when that relationship between a man and a woman breaks down. Then what happens is all chaos breaks loose. And that's what we saw in the Garden of Eden. All chaos broke loose because the relationship between, between the man and the woman broke down. And sin entered the world. And we know that the spirit of Jezebel is a last day spirit that is attacking the church. Um, in, in the book of Revelation, the Bible says, Jesus says that you cause causes my my uh, causes the saints to um, to commit fornication. So that is sexual sin. So you wonder why the church has such such problems, and that's part of the reason is because we need to understand <laughs> the church got a lot of problems. Ooh, yeah, um, dealing with sex, um, and and of course you know no one's perfect, and even in Paul's church they had I'm pretty sure it was the church of Corinthians that they had a problem with sexual f fornication. Hey. It happens, right? But Paul brought everything to order, okay? So we have to bring everything into order in our lives, in our families, in our churches. And I'm, you know, I'm proud to be a man, okay? Females need to be proud to be a female, okay? Females need to be feminine. Male Men need to be masculine, okay? Um, we're in a society where Oh my God, it's terrible. It's terrible where, you know, you can't tell a man from a female or a female from, from, from a man. Everything is like, you know, everything is, what is the word? Um, uh, <laughs> like Prince, you know, the artist, the artist formerly known as Prince, <laughs> uh, where uh, it can go either way. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no. That's not what we want. We want a man to be a man, a woman to be a woman. And you need to understand your role and you need to rejoice in your role. Just like the Proverbs 31 woman. What a beautiful woman. She rejoiced in her role. I'm a female. I'm a woman. huh? I'm married and I, and I have a husband. He out doing his thing and I'm doing my thing and we're working together. Okay. And that's how I get my glory. That's how I get my praise. That's how I get my, my, that's my purpose right there. And yo, it's hard being a man, all right? 
we got our things too that we got to work on. But um, I'm not going to deal with you. I'm not going to deal with your problems. Or you, you know, you don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. And, and I'm telling you, a lot of men think like I think. And that's why they they're you know, they they, they, they have decided I'm not even going to deal with a woman like that. I'm, I'm only going to have sex with her because I'm not going to deal with females because they don't understand who they are. They don't understand their purpose. And I'm not going to get married because you're not going to screw me over. You know, and I don't blame them. How could I blame them after what after what I've been through? And you deal with pastors who are so weak, who are wussies. Or family members who act like they don't understand what you're going through. Like, you don't understand what I'm going through. You don't understand. You having problem, problems in, in your marriage, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you've been married for 40 years and you don't understand what I'm talking about. You like like what are you talking about? You can't help us. I mean, it's like, you know, so I wish I knew what I knew today. I wish I knew what I knew 10 years ago, but I didn't have anybody to school me up on like relationships and what a man's supposed to do and what a woman's supposed to do. The word of God taught me. You know, I knew that what was going on was not per the word of God. And, I, and I've been writing about it and I've been talking about it a whole bunch. So when I when I was introduced to these YouTubers who were talking about relationships and, you know, from a male point of view. Um, and again, a lot of things of, of what they're saying is straight biblical. And, you know, again, they. They're not Christians, but they're <laughs> but they're kicking like straight science, straight from the Bible. And it's like, how come I don't hear this at churches? How do how come this is the first these are the first men that ha, that 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 are basically mentoring me and like you know, um and again, I mean like they're reinforcing what God had had already taught me. But these are men who are like, Yeah, you shouldn't have to take that. Why should you take that? Oh heck no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But these men at, at at the same time are like, you know what? A man shouldn't get married. And that's bad when men think that they should not get married because females are so bad. And now I don't believe that. Now I believe that a man should get married, just like the Bible say, hey, look, it's better to marry than to burn. Um, uh, what else? Um, hey, look, um, yeah, I mean, like, that's the best way to do because these guys believe that, you know, you can just be having sex, you know, with, you know, sex with girls, you know, with females or whatever outside of marriage. And of course, as Christians, we don't believe that. OK, get married. OK, get married, settle down. There's some good females out there that, you know, that, you know, that will submit to you and will work with you and they are good people. All right. Um, so I don't believe everything that they tell me on these, um, YouTube videos or whatever, 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 but it's just very important. It's amazing that, I, that I'm 43 years old and the things that I've heard on these videos, the, the, the knowledge, the wisdom and the, and the, if I can say this, the spirit of what they're saying is what a lot of men need to hear today. Cause I never heard it. You know, um, I never heard it. And I'm sure a lot of men never heard it. Um, and it's very sad. But the females also need to hear what men think and feel and believe. Because if you don't understand how to please your husband, 
See, the Proverbs 31 woman knows how to please her husband. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? A man is happy and he's secure when he can trust his wife. That's what Proverbs 31, I believe, verse 12 said. Um, yes, her husband can trust her. Oh, my God. Now, those are the words of God. God had Solomon write those words now. Her husband can trust her. When a man can trust his wife with his home, man, that man can do backflips. He can, he can, man, that man will, 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 will build a, uh, will build a temple. That man will build a, a, a monument. That man will, hallelujah, glory be to God. He will build a skyscraper, okay? He will go conquer another nation if he can trust his wife with the things that he has entrusted her with. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. And at the end, it says, hallelujah. Mm -mm -mm. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Mm -mm -mm, Jesus. Reward her for all she has done. You see, females want it up front. Okay, I want to, you know, I want this up front. I want it up front. Okay. What are you gonna do for me? No, 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 no. The question is, are you gonna work with me? Do you believe in me? Do you believe in me that you're gonna work with me? Do you believe that I'm a great man? Do you believe that I'm a good man? Do you believe that if you just work with me and not fight me, that I will reward you? For all that you have done now, um, every relationship is different and you might have to have to reward her at, at the, at the beginning, you know, give her a little taste of, you know, what it's like to be with you. And so, um, Lord knows, you know, I, I always look to keep my, keep my wife happy. All right. Um, so some men are like. They're so quote unquote alpha that basically, you know, they turn off certain things and their uh with their emotions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm not saying do all that. Not at all. Because again, I listen to these same guys that I love to listen to. And I'm like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't agree with that, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but one side is that she is to submit to you. The other side is that you should love her. Okay. So blessing your wife and, um, you know, making her feel good. All right. Rejoicing in her being happy is definitely a part of our relationship, but definitely a part of our marriage. It should be from jump street. So, um, so, but the point is, is that a woman should go into things and she should be like, you know what? Okay, now we're married now. You married me. All right. And so I know what I got to do now. It's time for me to go to work. It's time for me to go to work. What was Adam and Eve doing in the Garden of Eden? They were working. Why was Eve even, even created? She was created because God told Adam, it's not good for you to be alone. I'm going to make you a help me. What, what was Adam's job? Adam's job was to tend to the garden. So now Eve was created so that she could help Adam to tend to the garden. It was Adam's job. 
And now they were doing it together. And that's what females don't understand is that, you know, you want to look all pretty. You want to have things all easy. But no, it's not about that. That's not what makes you beautiful to me. What makes you beautiful to me is when you say, you know what, I'm going to submit to you and I'm going to help you to become great. I'm going to help you to become good. I'm going to respect you for who you are. I'm going to, yeah, that's what makes you beautiful. Proverbs 31 verse 30, charm is deceptive and beauty does not last. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly publicly declare her praise. Hallelujah. So it goes back to the relationship code that God gave us. The family and the relation code that God gave us. Our enemy is trying to break it and destroy it. But we need to go back to it and say, this is what builds a great relationship. This is what builds a great family. Her children stand and bless her. Her children rise up and call her blessed in another um, in another translation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And that is my great passion. My great passion is families and marriages and children. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Standing up for God, proclaiming God, glorifying God. We have to do a better job, y'all, because our nation needs us. The world needs us. God needs us to be better. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go ahead and pray real quick. Thank you, Jesus, for all you have done in our lives, oh God. God, you showed us how to be a man. You showed us how to be a woman. God, you created us male and female, God. God, we rejoice in the simplicity of what you did, but also in the genius of what you did, God. Thank you, Jesus. And this day and age, God, we live in a day and age where everything is being reversed. There are evil people in our society that are trying to reverse the way that you made us male and female. They're trying to create new genders. They're trying to uh, um, create new roles for women and new roles for men and everything is the same. They're trying to trying to make us believe something that you did not teach us. Going back to Adam and Eve, when the serpent was in the garden, he tried to make us believe something that you did not teach us. You did not teach Adam and Eve what the serpent was trying to teach them. He was re-engineering the code of faith and obedience and um, the the man being the head, he was trying to re-engineer everything and Eve fell for it and Adam fell for it after Eve. And sin entered the world, God, in death and pain and uh, uh, um, working by the sweat of our brow and uh, uh, um, pain through childbirth and um, death and oh, disease and everything. God came into the world, Father. And God, you were the answer, Father. You were the answer. You are the answer for us right now to help us, to help the fathers turn back, um, turn back our hearts to the children. Thank you, Jesus. Fathers need to be fathers and um, mothers need to be mothers and 
Uh, men need to be men and women need to be women, oh God. And we need to raise our children, hallelujah, raise our boys to be men and fathers and husbands and raise our daughters to be mothers and wives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need to do a better job of being intentional. We need to better do a better job of being aware and protective of the, our rights as Christians. And to we need to do a better job of declaring God, hallelujah, that there is no other way than the simple, simplistic thing that you did in Genesis 5 and 2 when you said, hallelujah. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and called them human. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we pray that you would bless us right now. God, bless us right now. Keep us right now. Send your love right now. Send your angels right now, God, to every relationship, to every marriage, to every family, to every child, God, to everything that's been broken, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We just pray right now that you would send your grace, your mercy, your power, your redemption, your deliverance, God, right now. God, we pray for those who don't understand what you did in the Bible. We pray for those who don't understand what you did on the cross. We pray for those right now, God, who don't understand, God. And let us show them, oh God. Let us teach them. Thank you, Jesus. Through our relationships, through our marriages, through our families, let them look at us and say, yes, that's what I need. That's what I want. Because people have broken down so much. They, they're, 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 they're so um, depressed and immoral that they would marry, that a woman would marry her own daughter. Oh, Jesus. And people would rejoice and the nation would not turn around and say, what in the world is going on? We have to repent. We have to change. No, everything is going on just like it was before. It's just like, okay, whatever. Jesus, help us, Lord. Oh, help us, Jesus, before we destroy ourselves. And even worse, before we destroy our children, oh, Father, and our offspring, oh, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We know that we all need to do better, God. This is not uh, 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 something that's just against women or praising men. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We all need to do better. We all need to be better. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And and, and I think I pretty much said that throughout this whole um, podcast. Oh, Father God, thank you, Jesus. And God, I just pray, God, that we would serve you, that we would love you, that, that we would... Um, love our children enough that we would change, oh God. That we would love other people enough that we would get over what we're going through so that we can help them, oh God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Stop being so selfish and looking at, um, oh, what I want or what I need or whatever and just, you know, you need to work that out. Hallelujah. Because a house divided shall fall. So work together as husband and wives. And love each other because somebody else needs you to be unified. So that you can go out and help them as you saw. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let me go back there real quick. Proverbs 31. Mm -mm -mm. So beautiful. She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. Now, if you and your husband 
or you and your wife are fighting all the time and you're divided, how can you help someone else if you can't even handle your own household? These, this man and this woman were unified together and they were able to help other people, oh God, help us, Jesus, to be the same, oh God, so that we can help someone else. If someone else looked at their relationship, they'd be like, oh my God, he loves her and she loves him. And look at their children. Oh my God, they're so beautiful. They're so awesome. Oh my God. I want that because my life is so incomplete. I, I might be a single person and I see them and, whoa, I want to be married one day. I might be a young person. Man, I want that one day. Thank you, Jesus. But if you're a Christian and you're fighting all the time with your wife or your husband and, you know, they can just look at your family and be like, I don't want that. Thank you, Jesus. God, if we follow your ways, God, we will prosper. And God, that's what I pray right now, that we will follow your ways so that we can prosper and help you to help others, oh God. In Jesus Christ's name, I praise you and glorify you, God. It's all about the family. It's all about relationships. It's all about you, God. Because you gave us the code, God. We can't let anybody else break it. We can't let anybody, oh, the devil is a liar. Thank you, Jesus. You will not stop us from building a Christian kingdom, a civilization here on this earth for God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -mm -mm. Our sons are blessed. Our daughters are blessed. The church is blessed. In Jesus Christ, and we praise you and glorify you, Lord God. Amen and amen. Well, I hope that bless you. Go to my website, Prophetic Gems USA, um, and you can check out a lot of things there. Um, that um, Some more content and information, blogs, and things of that nature. I'm still working on the website and everything like that. Um, I will have a Patreon soon so you can give if you'd like to give and help us to build this podcast and get the word out to more and more people um, um, and basically help to amplify my voice um, and the Voices podcast. I have a lot of great things that's going to be coming soon um, in the year 2021. Be blessed and 2021 and beyond. Be blessed. Bye bye. Thank you very much. And God bless you. Please pray for me, and I'll be praying for you, surely, in Jesus' name. Goodbye.